0: Good morning everyone. I am just joined here today with Tom and he is one of our wonderful therapists here at Covey Wellness Center and we just wanted to book a time to have a bit of a conversation about some of the things he's been working with and learning about and offer some really great um, maybe tips and ideas to uh, clients who might be struggling in some challenging circumstances. And so we're super excited to talk a little bit about solution focused work um, and hope and all kinds of other themes today. And we'll just see where the conversation takes us. Okay, so welcome, Tom. This is like an informal podcasty type dynamic that we're getting here. We're looking forward to having this conversation. I'm actually thinking I'm going to learn a lot from you as well. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm excited to hear about things. So I would love for you to just start off by telling um, the people listening a little bit about your background, a little bit about you, Mm -hmm. a little bit about the work that you're doing to kind of give them a sense of like where you fit into the work here at Covey Wellness Center. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess it's almost a year now since I came on board here at Covey Women's Center, which is kind of hard That's to right. believe. Um yes. but happy anniversary. I,
0: uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I came in, I came into into psychotherapy uh through kind of I have a, a background. I, I worked as a pastor in a church for a few years. And then through that experience realizing that really what I what brings me life and what brings me um passion in life is uh sitting with people and connecting with people and hearing their story and and that I I really have learned to love that that privilege enjoy that appreciate that privilege of being able to walk alongside people um, as they discover life discover new avenues and and opportunities in life despite the challenges they face so that's kind of what inspired me then to go back to school again and move into the mental health field and I uh, just finished my master's degree earlier this year. And, Congrats, uh,
0: yeah, that's a yeah. big accomplishment.
1: Yeah, it it was. It was a long haul, but uh, super grateful to be here with you yeah. and, and t- having these conversations. And, yeah,
0: yeah, and this is something we're just starting. So for those of you listening in, this is just some something we're trying to um, provide some value to the people who work with us and people who don't work with us at Covey Wellness Center can access some value through these videos and also give people a sense of the scope of our team um because it's really important for people to understand how um broad and deep we can go here in terms of helping people and we're we're constantly adding and expanding our capacity to support and also our modalities and that's something we want to talk about a little bit today with Tom because um something Tom's obviously studied a lot of things, having completed his master's program in the last little while, but he's had a recent interest in looking at solution-focused methods and methodology and doing some training in that and thinking about that. And um, that's a really important modality to have because people are often looking, excuse me, for solutions. You know, they're needing to find strategies to move through their lives in healthier and helpful ways whether that's how they're thinking about things whether that's their interpersonal relationships whether that's a a job situation that they're trying to discern you know whether to stay or to go or whatever it might be you know there's a lot of ways in which we have to make decisions and find solutions and find pathways through and so solution focus is a great modality to explore some of that Um, and so I would love to just Um, maybe start out with that if that's okay Tom start with that question about you know what is solution focused and Mm. and you know what are we talking about when we say that in Mm -hmm. terms of modality
1: yeah Uh, one thing that comes to mind sometimes uh, or or in conversation when I when I'm talking about this with clients with people is like does that mean that we're just looking at positive vibes only Uh, that kind of mentality or just ignoring the problem and leaving it behind and just like trying to power through and and figure out like what works and
0: like a toxic positivity approach which is sort of diminishing pain or minimizing things and or bypassing Mm -hmm. things which is of course not what we want to do in therapy
1: right exactly Mm. yeah so it's really not it's not that but sometimes uh, in in my experience personally and and in a lot of clients i talk, talk with uh we have when we're in the middle of a hard time, when we're in the middle of of struggling through, um, we do everything we can to try and solve it on our own, but when we come to therapy, we often are at the end of our end of our rope, mm-hmm. like at the end of tried everything and our, the problem yeah. is just this. Our big... solutions
0: are not working.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And the and the problem just feels mm. like it's growing and growing and growing bigger and mm. bigger right in front of us. Yeah. Um, so, what solution focused? The the very foundation of solution focused is that um, I think of a, a quote. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched Wonder Woman. No. Oh, the first
0: the TV show or like the original movie? Yeah, the
1: movie. Yeah, the movie. yeah. Okay, watch the first movie. It's it's the better movie. Okay. Um, but there's a scene in there where she's a, a kid and she's training up in her mm-hmm. fighting abilities, and her aunt is training her and says like, "You're stronger than you think, and you're braver than you know." and i and i think that i mm-hmm. i see that when we're in the middle of our challenges and trying to to face down the lion in front of us right uh, sometimes it's easier it's easy to get so focused on that problem in front mm-hmm. that we lose sight of the strength and the bravery that we've had in the past even to get to this point of facing this lion yeah and it- so solution focused is really about uh shifting our focus away from being on the problem uh, which is which is still there no matter what and taking a bigger picture to look at all of the things that have worked for us in the past Mm -hmm. all of the strengths that we have uh, the resilience that we have inside of us that maybe in the moment we've just kind of lost sight of because that that lion is so big right in front
0: of us right absolutely it makes me think of uh like the Glennon Doyle you know we can do hard things kind of quote as Mm -hmm. well it's like we Mm -hmm. we forget that we've survived every one of our bad days so far Mm -hmm. right and and how did we do that like we've all been through things where we look back and think I would never I would never have thought that I would have gotten through that you know that was a deep fear of mine and yet here I am on the other side of it and that doesn't mean it hasn't changed me that doesn't mean it hasn't cost me or that it hasn't hurt but we are finding our way in so many ways, in spite of ourselves, you know, in spite mm-hmm. of our our sense of um, you know discouragement or or lostness or whatever. Like we just feel we forget the resources that we have, you know, right. and that we can draw on, and so yeah, it's which is totally to- natural. Oh, absolutely, you know, yeah, talk about that some more, Tom.
1: Yeah, well, it, it's totally natural to because mm-hmm. that problem is right in front of us and it's disrupting our lives. Whatever it is, whether it's anxiety, depression, relationship challenges, mm-hmm. um, it's right in front of us. Um, a- again, another metaphor that I often use. I-, I really love hiking. It's a big part of my my life and my mental health. Yeah. And uh, a great metaphor that I think of in that is like when when you're on a hike and you're climbing up a mountain. It, it's tough. It's exhausting yeah. and it it sometimes feels very defeating depending on how steep it is or how yeah. long that trail is. Um and or how many blisters you have. Yeah, right. No. And often no. I find myself when I'm hiking, I'm just looking at the ground in front of me, making sure I don't trip on this rock or or yeah. fall off that cliff. <laughs> yes. And, and it can feel like such a big obstacle. Um, but when we're in that moment, it's natural just to focus on the problem ahead so that we don't trip up further or so that we find new ways mm-hmm. to step around these blocks but that can be so deflating. Uh, Mm -hmm. But to take that metaphor further solution focused challenges us to look back and see, okay, Mm -hmm. I may have this boulder in front of me, but look at that boulder back there that I sidestepped or that I climbed over top of. Yeah. Look at that valley that I came through and how did I come through that valley? What skills um, did I use to to move over even that mountain two years ago? That uh, feels different, but it's the same skills and resilience and uh, abilities that I used to overcome that how can I how can I apply that to this situation
0: yeah it's very empowering right to Mm -hmm. think oh I do have like you know I remember working with kids and teaching and stuff and them recognizing they're smarter than they think because maybe the maybe the modality was tripping them up you know they're an auditory learner or something and it's all Mm -hmm. visual and as soon as you read the book out loud to them they're like whoa you know I I can do this. Like, it's so empowering to think, okay, I do have the inner resources. I do have mm-hmm. life experience and I can build, I can scaffold, you know, around that. I can build around myself these, these tools that I have and I can evaluate that, right? It's really,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's really a neat process to think about like you have come really far. And even I, I would even take that further that, um, you know, to from a solution focused standpoint, that like you will, you know, you will reach the summit like mm-hmm. one step at a time, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, a, it's, you're going to get to where you need to get to. But what that, what that looks like in the interim is some hard work sometimes and some right. hyper focused, you know, attention. Mm-hmm. And if we can back the camera up a little bit and take in a bit of the view and a bit of the context, we can give ourselves a little bit more empowerment, encouragement hope to move forward right
1: right yeah and and even and even pointing it in directions that we don't even necessarily expect again with when we're feeling overwhelmed by the challenges in our life we've come focused on those problems um losing sight of even the little things in our day that are making big differences Uh, especially uh, with when if struggling with depression sometimes life can feel really hopeless Mm -hmm. um and overwhelming and sometimes in in session, that can even mean talking about simply what it took, what strength you showed, even just to show up to that session yes. today. What Literally. strength it took to even reach out because it it can be really intimidating to reach out yes. and to ask for help. What was it that you exhibited to to actually make that that big step right there? Right, and and shifting and and it's making so... that
0: transparent to them, right? Because they're yeah. not they're not putting their attention to what it act like those actual elements of their resilience that's already being demonstrated yeah right so bring attention to that yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah exactly
0: that's awesome mm-hmm. so um so what does it look like in a session if you're doing a solution focused <laughs> let's say session with a client and using that modality primarily what what would a client mm-hmm. how would that flow what would mm-hmm. what would it look like
1: mm-hmm. I, I think the the first the foundational aspect of it i think with with most therapy styles is providing space to for someone to share their story mm-hmm. with without judgment without uh, any any expectation but just to give that space to share that story uh, in, in safety uh, mm-hmm. where we can then look at the whole story and not just the story right in front but the whole story and mm-hmm. and pick out potentially see some of those opportunities and strengths from the past in that moment
0: Um, so are you standing for that as a therapist like as you're listening to them explain their narrative how they're telling the story are you listening with attention to be able to say hey so you probably don't know it but I noticed this like you're drawing that out and listening with that attentiveness to bring up your strengths is that fair to say
1: yeah and and curiosity working together Mm -hmm. in collaboration to have curiosity Mm -hmm. about the the different factors in our story, the different contexts right. in our story. Um, because again, that when we're so focused on the challenge and the problem ahead, we can easily lose sight. It's natural to lose sight of some of the other details and factors and, and contexts right. to the story that we are right in the middle of yes. um, that maybe give an alternative mm-hmm. view of of us in the middle of that story as stronger and braver than we, than we mm-hmm. realize
0: and in some ways like expanding or even in some cases rewriting that story to include facets that you know which is kind of a nice merging with some narrative work too like it's that's one great thing about solution focus that it does allow um if you have an integrated approach to Mm -hmm. incorporate things like uh narrative within that framework right of resilience and strength building
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely that's a that's something that i i often integrate uh, with Solution Focus, because they're, they're kind of cousins, or maybe even siblings. You yeah, say. I yeah, feel like just, narrative
0: weaves through every, like, I yeah. just feel like, you know, evaluating our stories and expanding our stories, how are we telling the stories to ourselves, to others, mm-hmm. how are we remembering our story, like, how do we get, I think that's all, it's in all of it, isn't it, mm-hmm. <laughs> in therapy, mm-hmm. like, I feel like, you know, our yeah. stories are are such a huge part of mm. therapeutic work, no matter yeah. what reality we're in. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: Another important aspect, too, of that is uh, as we talk through our story and and kind of discover all those details and those factors and contexts around it is is also working together to identify what our desired outcome is.
0: Right. Like the preferred future.
1: When we're problem focused, we're just looking at, well, I want this problem to go away. I I'm in crazy bad debt and all I want is to be a millionaire. That's what yes. that's what mm-hmm. I want. But and the we do help is...
0: people in those situations, just so you know, because all of you were going, yeah, that's me, right? Like <laughs> who isn't who isn't struggling with their finances, right? right? And the mental health component of that is huge. And so you can't just switch a flip a switch and go from crazy in debt to millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um sure. and so how are you navigating that problem in the interim of moving mm-hmm. towards that preferred future, right?
1: right and and even it, beyond that, uh, what would that mean for you
0: mm. as
1: I, identifying what that's that future outcome would mean to you? So mm. the desired outcome isn't is on the surface, it's having a million dollars, but then looking closer at like what would it mean to you, what impact would it have on your life to have a million dollars? I would maybe I would find peace with myself,
0: right. so my
1: desired outcome is because I can't give you a million dollars tomorrow but what we can work at is finding peace and gratitude in life or or mm. what we hope that million dollars will give us. Yes. And so again that's kind of when we take that step back from the problem is I'm overwhelmed by by my debt and want a million dollars but stepping back and seeing well what is the actual desired outcome here it's mm-hmm. to have peace and and calm and and lack of anxiety security
0: it sounds like a Mm -hmm. bit too would be in that right like Mm -hmm. feel that sense of security and stability in not not having that debt you know sure constant uh, burden right
1: yeah yeah so then in session we would work at looking at again because i i'm not a i'm not a a genie i can't give you right three wishes for a million dollars but what we can do is we can look at so where in your life have you felt that sense of security mm-hmm. that you desire mm-hmm. or that sense of freedom and, and peace that you're looking for? Right. Um, one thing we look at is, is, um, history of that outcome. So right. where, where in the past have you felt that security? What was your life like at that time? What were you doing differently at that time when you felt that sense of security, even though mm-hmm. obviously you probably weren't a millionaire then if you're not now, right. you know, or maybe you were and that's part of the problem. But, yeah. Uh, What were you doing? What were the factors in your life that you had control over that contributed to that piece of security? And then when we recognize those things, how can we lean into those, those characteristics, those skills, and those um, Mm. attributes now at this current stage, even in the midst of having the challenges that are going away, but leaning into the solutions that have worked
0: before. It's interesting too cuz what's coming to mind for me is also, you know, the way change happens for people and how it isn't it isn't instantaneous, right? It's consistency over time. And so mm-hmm. even with the, a solution focused model to be able to say at the end of this session even, will we have a greater degree of empowerment or peace mm-hmm. or is there a next right thing in within the context of moving towards that preferred future ultimately? That mm-hmm. if we kind of break it down into this session alone what's the movement forward towards that you know mm-hmm. it's like imagining that we could be you know uh, a couch potato for 10 years and then we go to the gym and one we can't just have one workout and we're back in tip-top shape right so it's right. going to take consistency over time but in that particular workout like what's the movement we need to feel mm-hmm. like there's feel like we're not stuck like we're not overwhelmed right. by this problem mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's really that working within it in the midst of the challenge as it unfolds and as we move towards resolution or hopefulness or, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think that's another unique thing coming out of solution focused is, again, leaning towards that you're stronger than you think and braver than you know, uh, is is treating each person like they're the expert on their own life. Mm -hmm. So in this approach, uh, I won't be necessarily that quick to give homework. Um, but to ask that, that question of of you, perhaps of what is that next right thing, or, mm-hmm. or how do you imagine applying that to your life in the future, and letting you decide what your um, what that looks like in your in your life going yeah. forward, uh, because because ultimately from this approach, we believe that you have that ability, you have that skill, mm-hmm. and for me to come in and say this is what you need to do, I'm stealing some of that power away. Uh, Yeah. But I I believe that you have it. And so leaning into using your resources and your strengths and your skills to decide on what that next right thing is and and to implement it.
0: So what's interesting is coming to mind right now for me is how, you know, people will talk about like how kids, for example, are so resilient, like that's something you mm-hmm. hear all the time. And it kind of bothers me on the one hand, because I feel like it's very dismissive, like, oh, well, kids are resilient, so they'll bounce back. And, mm-hmm. and, and I I think that is that more, um, the way it's presented feels more like that toxic positivity of like mm-hmm. bypassing mm-hmm. their pain or mm-hmm. minimizing their experience. And I know through COVID as an example, like it was always like, oh, the kids will be fine, they're resilient. But it's It's not been that way for kids and and mm-hmm. so I think it's it's that mis uh misunderstanding of what resilience looks like and how it's mm-hmm. built on hard things and resources and learning how to cope and strategies moving forward. It's not just mm-hmm. they're just going to automatically enter into their own resilience like building grit is actually an involved process of picking yourself back up and Mm. you know figuring out what that looks like and talking (laughs) Mm -hmm. about how that setback has made you feel and not just kids of course but that's just an idea that comes to mind right now Mm. because that's been sort of pitched at oh they'll be fine you know through COVID or whatever and they're really not fine but that actually doesn't mean that they're not resilient Mm -hmm. it just means that they need they need (laughs) support to like harness their resilience Mm -hmm. does that make Mm -hmm. sense?
1: Totally, yeah, and I think to to build on that too, a conversation that often comes up in session, um, I, I think in COVID context too, is like I feel anxious, but like I don't have it as bad as other people have. I don't I don't live in a right. war zone right now, right. Uh, and and yeah. talking about shifting that language from yes but, which minimizes, yeah. which doesn't leave space for the complexity of our experience, right, to shifting that from yes but to yes and. I'm anxious Mm -hmm. and I have a lot to be grateful for as opposed to I'm, I feel anxious, but I have a lot to be grateful for, The but discounts that anxiety. Yeah. And and, and that's a way that I I hear so much, even in myself that naturally just talk of like putting that expectation on myself that I shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel this way because, Mm -hmm. but when we replace the, but with the and, then we provide space for both of those things to exist side by side. Yeah. And then that's where we can tap into in the midst of the pain and the struggle, we can tap into as well, the, the strength and the resilience that we've developed that we are developing to yes. hold next to that pain and that struggle and to lift out of it.
0: Yes. That yeah. Make that, that makes a lot of sense. Because I think that's something that people because of our tendency to dichotomously think we mm-hmm. feel like it has to be one or the other. And that's like mm-hmm. a normal pattern of thinking. Like mm-hmm. it, like I often think about how people struggle to think about how joy and sorrow can coexist. And, mm-hmm. and that's something that like I talk about if people are at a funeral, for example, and yeah. how they can be in deep grief over the loss, but also laughing at a funny story that's being mm-hmm. told in the eulogy. And mm-hmm. also joyful that they're connecting with all these other people who are brought together because they yeah. loved this person. And there's all these things in tension and to recognize that like our emotional lives are not discreet mm-hmm. like that. Right. We can mm-hmm. we can be struggling. We can be grieving and we can find joy mm-hmm. even in that grief. And one does not dismiss the other or mm-hmm. or even diminish the other, because sometimes people can feel. Like I shouldn't be laughing, right? At a funeral, for example. Mm-hmm. And yet that's a perfectly normal and legitimate way to relate because the fullness mm-hmm. of your emotional humanity mm-hmm. is showing up in those spaces, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I think it's a neat way to just change the the narrative around that for us. It's like, yes, I can be deeply sad and also be yes. remembering something mm-hmm. that's causing me to laugh. And those tensions are like where we live. Mm-hmm. It's it's not um you know, again, that, that idea of like discrete, like we don't really experience our emotions in these discrete linear Mm -hmm. things. We wish some of us wish that we would, wouldn't that be a Mm -hmm. lot easier? Well, I can just handle Mm -hmm. this, but it's a bit more of a swirling mess of things. And so recognizing like, okay, there are different things going on at the same time here. And Mm -hmm. I can, I can find hope even when I'm discouraged. Mm -hmm. Right. Or I can, Mm -hmm. I can um, see a pathway forward, even when I feel stuck. And mm-hmm. both of those things are, are true and can be true at the same time. Yeah, It's yeah. just more honest to people's actual experience, you know? Right.
1: Yeah. 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 And so taking that practice is something I, mm-hmm. I've had to do regularly in my life is, is shifting yeah. my language from yes, but to yes, and, yeah. and allowing myself to sit in that complex space. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, even as I'm, I try to be solution focused in the mm-hmm. way that I approach my challenges, right? Not, not disregarding the, the pain and the problems and the challenges in front of me, but right. holding them right next to um, the the context and the factors and the, the strength and resilience that I've developed and am developing going forward.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I think that's a great point to even make that, you know, as therapists, we are also working these strategies, like sometimes the this the phrase I'll say is I'm preaching to myself because I Mm -hmm. I don't want to we don't want to present like we're imposters you know we talk a lot about how we're fellow sojourners and that Mm we're we're navigating our personal challenges and our hills that we're climbing and we're coming alongside and so it's sort of interesting to think about how these modalities actually help us in our real lives as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as therapists I wonder if there's anything an example of that Tom that you'd be comfortable sharing maybe where like a solution focused approach was helpful to you um, mm-hmm. in some way. Is there anything that comes to mind mm-hmm. for that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the one that is most present and and I'm that I'm most proud of is even just going through school, finishing my master's degree, um, doing two and a half years of school through a pandemic while working full time. Yes. Uh, from home, and and seeing how how my resilience developed over, over that time and my strength that like in the early days, feeling so overwhelmed, but then looking back and, and every paper is different. Every teacher is different. Every class is different, but pulling from and stepping stepping back from the intensity of my, my challenge and, and having that performance anxiety and great anxiety and, and all the, the pressure that comes with that, Right. Along with you know finances of being a student and all that yes. kind of stuff. It's
0: a lot um, of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really, really challenging myself to step back and and hold space for that. Like I, I love what I'm doing, but this is re- and this is really hard. That's right. Right. I, I had to yes. push myself there too. Yeah. I love what I'm doing, and this is really hard, and that's okay. For those two things, I, I'm yes. afraid and I'm anxious, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm capable. I I, I've done this before. I can do it again. And, and just taking those moments to step back uh, Mm -hmm. even in in meditation, in journaling,
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: in self-reflection of Mm -hmm. how did I survive this before? Mm
0: -hmm. What did that
1: require? And what does that tell me about myself?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And being able to hold, like, I will, I will get there and I'm feeling stuck. Mm -hmm. right like that's such a common experience when you're working towards a big goal like you just hit that tension point where Mm -hmm. you know i i i just want to be done and i'm still in the process and and that can be you know those two can be not mutually not mutually exclusive right so yeah so i wonder if um you could maybe tell us a little bit about what types of uh challenges might be a good Mm -hmm. fit for a solution Mm -hmm. where do you see this really working for clients
1: Yeah, I, I see it working a lot uh, really well with any of those challenges that feel really hopeless, uh, because the whole premise of it is is building hope on what's already there,
0: right? Um,
1: building hope on what we've kind of inadvertently disregarded uh, in our in our story and in our process. So uh, I work a lot with people working through anxiety, um, working through depression, um, relationship challenges. It, it can really be for anything. Yeah. Um, but particularly I think it can be helpful for if, if you're feeling hopeless mm-hmm. because of that focus on on finding hope in the moments where mm-hmm. we've, we've lost it, but also even in the um, the I don't know what word to use here. I was going to say low effort, but that's not right, but like mm-hmm. it, it, it's not a it's not a highly intensive therapy. Uh, approach in terms of homework like some types of therapy you might have a lot of homework to do between sessions but in solution focused you're defining that you're you're developing that yourself if anything Um, and and it's not it's also not necessarily very intensive in terms of exposure to uh, trauma or past trauma or anything like that not that it's not helpful for trauma but if you're in a space where you're just trying to even make a decision I think you said that at the Mm. beginning making tough decisions or moving through tough moments in life um, but because you're directing that path as the client and because you're um, testing those waters as much as you're able, it, it's not necessarily doesn't have to be more intensive than you want it to be.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that. I love the very clear sense that you're you're moving towards a preferred future that you mm-hmm. that you are in a particular circumstance, but mm-hmm. that you can navigate your way forward and I think it speaks to I often talk about like what constitutes real hope or false hope and Mm -hmm. so false hope is where we're expecting we're expecting something to be different but there are no factors that we can point to in real time or like from an evidence-based like we can't point to anything that actually suggests the situation is going to be different or going to change and so building real hope is can happen Mm -hmm. in a solution focused model because you Mm -hmm. are actually pointing to those resiliencies you're looking at Mm -hmm. what is what is shifting what you're able to change what you have control over empowering you to say it's not it's not just a wish and a prayer that Mm -hmm. this situation is going to be different I'm actually empowered to move forward Mm -hmm. through the situation that feels hopeless to something Mm -hmm. really tangible and real Mm -hmm. and you know not just sort of the the idea that like i'm expecting things to change but not changing anything like you're participating mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. building of hope in it mm-hmm. like a really tangible way
1: mm-hmm. yeah and i that, think a, a great example of that is what you mentioned before about even in grief and loss mm-hmm. because in grief and loss we have a situation where our ultimate preferred outcome it, can't happen right mm-hmm. we've lost someone or something mm-hmm. and it's irretrievable right. but what we when we when we identify that desired outcome like what difference would that make for that person to be back when we identify the meaning in that then we can build hope around finding that meaning again right um in the midst of that loss Mm -hmm. uh, rediscovering a new meaning or a different type of meaning in that space so again like building hope out of a hopeless situation
0: yeah Mm -hmm. Wow. yeah this is really great stuff and um I'm sure there's a lot more that we could say about it, and I'm sure people may have questions, but I love that um, we have some therapists who really use this modality. Um, thinking of you, Tom, of course, and Karen specifically, I know it's her primary modality and really seeing a lot of great change uh, with people engaging in therapy in this way. And it's it feels um, also very not very intimidating that's kind of the word that you know. I know you're saying like low effort, but that's what was coming to mind when you, like I was thinking it's not very intimidating because mm-hmm. it's it's going to your own resiliencies, right? It's mm-hmm. it's going to uh, harness that strength within and build that encouragement and empowerment, which is which is actually it is very positive without being dismissive. And I think that's a hard space to navigate mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Um, you know we don't want to invalidate people's pain, but we do want to empower them. To navigate it you know mm-hmm. with this with this a degree of hopefulness as they can so some yeah. really interesting is there anything that uh, you wanted to say tom before we wrap up today that maybe you didn't get a chance to say that you think would be helpful or just a comment or
1: no i i think that i think we covered it, it pretty well and and again just emphasizing that uh you're stronger than you think and and braver than you believe is yes. is the key to it all
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and so Awesome. Well, this has been a great conversation, Tom. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to meet with me and chat with me about this. I hope it's been helpful. Please do let us know. You can always even just send us a like a uh, an inquiry just to say, hey, it meant something to me that I heard this chat on Instagram or wherever I listened to it on your website. Like, let us know if it was helpful. And of course, if you're wanting to do some solution-focused work as well, you're going to want to reach out and look to work with Tom. Um, and see if you can get some things shuffling and feel like you're uh not as stuck and overwhelmed as you were feeling not as hopeless and that's that's what we're here for so um we're gonna close it up here for now but thanks for tuning in if you stuck with us this long we really appreciate it and we hope you found some uh hope we hope you found some hope even in this conversation um about solution focused work so thanks tom and Thank we'll you. Hope to do this again sometime i'll look forward yeah. to another conversation about something else and uh yeah. Uh, I think it's great that we're starting to have these chats. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, take care.